Hey, it's Vincent and welcome to episode 11 of Abstract Development. This week I put through the big Gluon update I've been working on uh, the past month and a bit, uh, the point three for this year. Um, there's quite a lot of changes uh, going through, or that I've added actually, um, just to bring the app to a good level. Um, I decided to cut a few features out, uh, like editing posts and all that kind of stuff, uh, just in favor of uh, getting the point three out there and then just concentrating on the next release. Um, I kind of want to have a m one month uh, development cycle with the point releases, um, just to keep updated with everything that's going on and, you know, just for me to keep making it better, polishing it. So yeah, so it's kind of ready. Um, I put it in for the Apple uh, review um, because every time you make an update, uh, it has to go through the Apple review. Um, so I did that on Friday. Unfortunately, they rejected it for <laughs> political reasons, I guess. Um, they didn't like the fact that I have a link to the Gluon website and it mentions the word Android and Google Play on it. Um, so that's against the uh, developer guidelines as they have nicely quoted and provided me a nice screenshot of. So I'll probably go ahead and uh, just create a special query string for the link, which just hides the uh, Android buttons and text uh, within the actual uh, on the actual website, um, I may just hide the, the buttons itself themselves because you're coming in from the app. So I'm not sure yet. I'll I'll think about it. I'll I'll do that next week. Um, with the Android release, I'll just wait until the iOS release is out so I can just get it live uh, at the same time. Uh, yeah, I'll try again next week uh, with that change, um, and hopefully they'll go ahead and approve it this time around. Uh, it's not much you can do, <laughs> you know, big tech. <laughs> they uh, they force your hand on how they want it, so uh, not you don't really have a choice. Um, yep, yeah. so, and this week uh, I also announced the invisible secret project I was talking about in the last episode, namely called Sublime Ads. I announced on the blog, um, basically Sublime Ads um, came to me last year in August and I registered the domain name at the same time as well, um, let's say just around August, so don't quote me. Um, and then I had a grand idea of uh, working with ads and I just wanted to do something there for me personally because I have lots of little side projects that I do. I have some other apps and ideas I want to do, but I want to kind of promote them within my own apps and uh, websites. Um, I thought it would be good to build something um, on the side uh, that allows me to do that. Um, just as a good example, uh, there's a popular podcast player called Overcast, you're probably using that right now to listen to this podcast if you're on iOS. Um, it's built by Marco Armand. Um, he built his own 
basically um, add a service just for his app uh, where advertisers can come and check which category they want to uh, advertise in his app. I mean, his app is very popular, so it's easy for him. Um, and then people just pay, you know, and that goes through his website. He obviously manages it himself, and then it goes through all the necessary steps he needs to do, and then it gets pushed to the app with whatever, his API or something. Um, so I thought, okay, actually, this is a cool idea. Um, I know he's done it a while back, having something like that for myself, uh, that I can manage easily. I didn't want to use my own website. Uh, I just want to have something central away from our, our website, uh, just because of the reason that I think this might be useful to, for someone else. Uh, may it be an indie developer uh, like myself, or um, a developer of a website uh, that was freelancers like myself as well. Uh, a content creator, you know, someone that writes uh, professional blog posts behind a paywall or not, um, or anyone really that has a website or an app or, you know, even an internal uh, intranet or something uh, where they want to promote their own products within the company or something. I don't know. It's, it's just there's no limits to what you can do. And the idea really is just, I want to create an ad, I want to categorize it, maybe tag it, and just serve this ad or serve a subset of ads, depending on the category. I mean, you can, you know, just have different search parameters uh, for the API, uh, within the API, which then brings back the correct data. It can be a random ad or it can be just one ad, you know, it can be a specific ad. Um, it's really kind of up to you. So that's the kind of idea of it. Um, I mean, I'm doing a terrible job to explain it. Uh, I wrote a blog post about it, um, so you can read about it. Uh, I'll put a link into the show notes, uh, so you can just familiarize yourself with it and find out a bit more. There is a holding site already. The holding site is actually already the app itself. Um, so I have a proper login panel registration, that's all there. I mean, it's disabled um, at the moment because <laughs> I don't want people to register, obviously. That's kind of just disabled. It doesn't work. <laughs> it's all commented out. Um, yeah. And a reason I started this now, I know I have a few other projects on as well, uh, some client projects, but the reason I started this now is I just want to have something that I can take my mind off uh, the current situation. Uh, that's happening around the world and I want to at the end of it just have something like okay I created this even in <laughs> really bad times um, depressing times and you know just focus on that just something I can focus on um, but especially important for me that it's something new that I could focus on uh, this is kind of another reason why I decided to push out the point three update for Gluon because I just wanted to get into this new cycle. I didn't want, you know, have the past dragging behind me. So, yeah, that's why I'm doing it. Uh, the app itself, I started last Friday. Um, I copied across the code for the registration and login from another project of mine called picard.sh. 
which is like a server management tool that I want to build, um, or trying to build anyway. Um, I announced that as well a few months back, um, but it didn't have any traction. I was in, in a creative kind of block. Um, but yeah, anyway, I took the registration and login, uh, restyled it obviously a bit, um, made it better. <laughs> because uh, I found bugs and some edge cases as well as I was copying across. Um, and then I started working on just a very basic uh, navigation and some very basic styling uh, and how I wanted to look. Changed across the emails I get sent out for registration, verifications and for the pre-registering as well. And then for last week, um, so let's say first week of April, uh, I was working mainly on the settings page. Um, I don't know why I start with settings. Uh, in my past projects, I always started with settings as well. Um, I think it's just my mind is clearer afterwards because I've done the hard bit because there's quite a lot of things that you can change within settings, name, email. For example, if the email comes goes out, uh, if you change your email, I send a verification link saying, okay, before you change your email, you need to verify the new email address. Um, and then there's kind of, there's this kind of state change, you know, between new and old. Um, obviously, if you don't confirm, uh, the email will not change uh, or you cancel the request for changing the email. I mean, it's all automatic. You don't have to request anything from me. It's just, it's all automatic. Um, but it was kind of fun just designing all that and making it all work nicely. So I worked profile section, there's a little profile. It's like all on one page, the settings. I don't want to introduce too many settings for people. Um, there is a API uh, key section where you can create an API key or regenerate the default one, just in case the other one is compromised for some reason. And, you know, it's kind of useful to have, so that's what I did. Um, yesterday I finished uh, the password section of it, uh, which is basically you can switch between magic links, so you get a link sent to your email to log in, or you can use the password. Uh, so depending, you know, what you've chosen when you registered, you can obviously change it. Okay, now I want a password. Okay, you can do that. So set your own password. Um, or you can change the password after you set one. Or you can revert back to magic links. So, yeah, there was quite a few steps involved there, but, you know, it was quite fun. It didn't take me too much uh, because I already have most of the password logic from registration. So all I, had, all I had to do was adapt to post the correct data and an extra little bit. As a default and a requirement, I asked for uh, one-time passcode, so you've got a QR code that you have to scan and then you've got to use an authenticator app like 1Password uh, to log in. Um, it's just for security. Um, I know for some people that's inconvenient, but I just don't want to mess around with compromised accounts. Uh, it's just not not a one to do. Plus with apps like 1Password, uh, you shouldn't really lose those codes anyway. Um, yeah, and you have to do it from the registration, you have to do it straight away. And if you don't get it right, I won't let you proceed to the actual dashboard itself. 
Um, yeah, uh, and then if you want to view your QR code, uh, there's a little link there in the password section. You click on or tap on, and that sends actually an email to you saying, okay, you want to view those details, uh, tap on the link you get through the email, because I want to make it secure so that you have access to your email, to your verified email address. I'm going to send you a one-time link just for that page. So you can see your code there and you can try it. Um, I do need to add the ability for you to reset it just in case you lose your authentication token, uh, your authentication device. Um, and I need to probably add a one-time recovery code option as well. Um, but I don't think it's that important right now for me to do. I already have that in the back of my head how I want to do that. Oh so, yeah, um, there's other sections there, it's kind of fun. I'm hoping next week I'll have the billing done as well and start with um, adding categories and ads at some stage. I do want to launch the web app uh, within a two to four week time scale. So I'm making sure it's only using basic features, uh, but useful. Uh, that I want to kind of push for in those few weeks. Mm, yeah. So that's it for this episode. Uh, thanks for listening and I'll see you next time. Bye.